This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back. Today, we're going to look at the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to online marketing and how to avoid them. So let's dive straight in. Yo. Yo. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. You gotta. Nice. No, I'm doing good. That's not really proper English. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing good. Not bad. It's, it's Slightly, grammatically, I think, slang. a little bit incorrect. Well, hey, you got a new jumper. I do have a new jumper. Yes. Did you get compliments fancy. today? I did. Ollie so liked fancy. it. It's Our baby film blue. Ollie it's was very blue. excited. He said, "Did you get a new jumper?" <laughs> really? He's probably excited because I'm not wearing the same thing that I wear every single day for once. Yeah. Um, and now he's going to see this every single day. My baby blue. Um, thanks for noticing. You're so welcome. So I want to talk today a little bit about the truth uh, about the online marketing. Yes, truth so, about online marketing. So, uh, and why it's so impossible, basically. Because, what's impossible? Well, people find it very difficult to ever see a return. You know, most people have spent money. How many horror stories do we hear and every week? And I think it's a fair call to call them horror stories because people come in and they're <laughs> it's always like... dramatic. No, nah, I think it's pretty legit. Like it... They come in and say, look, I've just spent 15 grand on online marketing. I spent 20 grand on a new website that never got complete or I spent, someone sold me on the need to do all this online marketing stuff with them and then they don't see a return and then they end up either back to square one or even worse off actually because they've paid all this money and not seen a return and then they have to try and work out how to make it work. Yeah. Um, I think it's just the whole, well, the online space is pretty rampant with people that are, that are, full of fluff yeah and full of like selling false hope and things um unfortunately yeah it is true you know that unfortunately it's unfortunate for our industry it is because it gives it a bad rap and there are unfortunately people that are purely making money from making money from people telling them that they're ripping online but they haven't sold a thing online other than those courses that they that they think are going to help a business so yeah, we don't want to bash too much about this, but it unfortunately does just give a it a little bit of just a little, <laughs> little bash, and of course not naming anyone in particular. So <laughs> <laughs> who do you yeah, think is the worst person? Let's <laughs> list them out. Yeah, but it is. I think um, for most business people and marketers of small business, uh, there's different things. So there's there are people online who say, "Come and make like a stack of money." from something I've figured out online and it's almost like selling people on a new business idea of like how to make money off some social media channel or something which is outside of you know the current business you might be doing if you're a business owner it's like here's a new way to sort of make money online sometimes it's without really delivering much substance to people unfortunately um but I think because business a lot of business people and you know us marketers and business people like being entrepreneurial minded and um, business-minded looking at it and go, yeah, cool, I'd love to make extra revenue, you know, on the side or through some other source. So it gets confused between yeah. actually, you know, like if someone says here's how to make money on some social media platform that you don't even know how it works at all, it's probably not really going to maybe be the right thing for your business. You need to look at it and go, how does that actually work in with your current business uh, and it should make sense to you, you know. I think, somewhere. yeah, I agree. I think what we maybe will do – for you listener to so that it's very practical let's look at maybe the biggest mistakes that we are seeing 
when yeah. it comes to online marketing. And then what we will do in future episodes is go into more specifics for different channels that you can use. Because as Crystal said, online marketing is not your whole strategy. It's part of your marketing strategy. It's, a, it's one of the ingredients of other ingredients that you can use together. So let's just maybe look mm. at some of the biggest mistakes that so you can start off with not committing those mini crimes. <laughs> and then in the next episodes, we look at specific strategies. Is that, is that a good idea? Yeah, let's do that. So like a common mistake is no, like just trying to outsource it all uh, or just turning a blind eye to it, basically, um, you know, turning our back to it in terms of either just doing nothing or because it's confusing or paying someone and just hoping that'll solve all the problems for us. Um, the reality is if someone's really good at online marketing, they'll likely charge you enough that it'll take a few months for you to ever see a return uh, on that spend with them, which is what tends to happen is after a few months, then you give up on it because it's you know you don't have endless funds to pay someone decent and then you haven't seen a return after a few months and then you abandon it and you're kind of like back to square one or even worse. Um, so basically it's okay. The outsourcing thing's great, but it's understanding the whole architecture yourself. You've got to basically res be responsible for it. You've got to like own it. And if it's not working, it's your responsibility to make it work. So not just kind of like going here, I'll just, you guys look after it. I'll pay this. Uh, you know, we hear it a lot where it's like someone might be paying an SEO company 1200 bucks a month and, and just like think, okay, cool. That's the answer to all of my online marketing problems. You know, they'll just do it. Or and they can oftentimes people say they're just paying and they don't even know if they're getting a return or not, um, unfortunately. And they don't know what else to do, so they just feel they need to be kind of on there. Uh, now the reality is on that one, um, you know, even you've got to be across the whole strategy yourself. You've got to be responsible for it. And everyone that you pay outsourcing, obviously they have their margins on it. You might be paying someone to do Google AdWords for you, you know, they might be doing five hundred spend on the on the actual ads and another 500 goes to them, you know, for the management and so on. So basically um, just owning it is the, is the most important thing. Apparently here's a marketing world stat uh, that, you know, I've heard. Uh, don't we all love a stat? Apparently 97% of all buying decisions start online nowadays. Now, like, I think it's pretty legit, maybe whether they – Maybe they don't actually always start online, but they go via online at least to, to sort of result in a purchase. And um, what I mean by that is like if let's say you go to a networking event and you talk to someone and they might want to be a, a uh, potential customer of yours or they think you're awesome, they're going to go online to see if they want to proceed with you. It's likely they get online. It's likely they get on your website to see if they want to proceed. It's likely they open your website and your two biggest competitors and see if you look legit um, now that source, the trigger was was talking to them. That's not online marketing at all. That's having a conversation. But to get a better return from that conversation, you're going to have to have a better, like a good online presence, you know, and good processes there to ever see a return. Um, whether it was networking, whether it was an ad in print, or it's a anything offline, or even a referral, even if a friend says go and work with this business, I'd still go online to see if I want to proceed with you. Um, Basically. So, so the first, let's, you know, look, if we talk mistakes, the first mistake that a lot of people make is that they're outsourcing all of it and not keeping an eye on what's important. So not yeah. owning it. The second one that you just mentioned, I think is very important too, which is not looking good <laughs> online. So somebody might have a conversation with you, then they go look at you and you don't look credible because <laughs> of 
how your stuff looks online. I think that's a really important one too, is make sure that you own also the way that you are capturing your, your industry so that you are you look the part, basically. Mm. And then another one I think that I'd like to share is, uh, you mentioned a little bit of it, is the delayed results sometimes. So sometimes you do campaigns and you might give up too early because you think, oh my God, this is not working, this whole Facebook advertising thing or this this SEO thing or remarketing thing is not working. And so you give up, but maybe you haven't given it enough of a go with different angles and also some businesses it depends on your business sometimes you don't make a profit in the first round but if it's a recurring customer you might then it might become profitable the campaign might actually become profitable after a few months so you need mm. to see how is it is there maybe a delayed result rather than just giving it up mm. too early and that's a good point you should do the math actually and work backwards as well so if you are looking at, okay, there's delayed returns, how long would it take for you? Because there are members that we'll work with in, say, the Clever Bunch where their actual initial sale, like you've said, is um, it's, it's a loss, but they know that the customer will come back and buy. So it's like, you know, after the second month, they, they get to a point where they actually know that's when we make a profit yeah. so that they're not just kind of erratic with those ads or with the traffic generation where it's like, oh, it didn't return this week, quick cancel it. You know, it's... Yeah. it's um. They know it's it's a slow burn kind of thing. Uh, another one is, so the next point is just having one ingredient. Um, now, what I mean by this is it takes for a whole, your marketing flow to work. It's like a matrix. It's like a whole strategy that people, you walk people through. It's not a one-off thing that people, it's not like, you know, people see you online and they buy from you that second. So even if you are outsourcing part of your online marketing to someone who is amazing, let's say, like they're really good at Google ads and they're generating clicks to your website. They're generating all this traffic to you because most people, when they think online marketing and they need to improve it, we just think traffic. We think get more clicks, get more social media followers and drive them to the website, build the traffic, 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 traffic. But if you're sending them to, say, a web page that doesn't convert, you're never going to see, this is what we call the leaky bucket. It's like you're sending to a bucket with big holes in it. Um, it doesn't matter how many, how much traffic you pour into the bucket, at the end of the day, it's empty still. You know, whether you spend $1,000 this week on ads or you spend $10,000, you are just going to be creating more waste. So what we need to do is not just having that one strategy by looping back to the first point where you're across everything and you're across a whole flow this is where you you um, take ownership and you basically put more systems in place, like put holes in the, I mean, patch up the holes in the bucket so we can carry leads for as long as it takes. Because let's say someone's really good at driving traffic to your website, only a very small percentage of those people who land on your website are going to proceed towards a sale, you know, with you. So for all of the ones who aren't ready to proceed towards a sale, you need systems in place because sometimes people take a week to make a decision like you were kind of touching on sometimes they take three weeks sometimes people take 18 months i had a woman at one of our uh, one of our blast off workshops recently uh, a woman in the room said it took her six years to book into the blast off workshop she's been following us for six years um now that's great in my opinion because it means that we've been putting out valuable enough content to keep her engaged for six years because maybe it's just the wrong day of the week maybe something else um when i i bought our recent car it took me two years to make a decision like this these things For not every like, took you like five minutes it took me five minutes but i walked into a tesla store 
two years before that in California. So then I walked into a Tesla store two years earlier. I decided I wanted one, followed Tesla for two years. And then when I was at the point I was ready to buy, I didn't even test drive. it, didn't even sit in it, didn't anything. But they kept me engaged. Basically, you want to do as best as you can to do what we call own the decision-making period where people go from idea to handing over money, you know, booking, you know, becoming a customer. So things like when someone lands on a website, how are you going to engage them and keep them coming back even if they take six months to make a decision? This is where your real value comes in. It should be things like you have some funnels, some opt-in funnels, some email funnels, some a nurture sequence to keep people engaged and coming back. could be content marketing. It could be a tip that you send out once a fortnight. It could be a newsletter if that's right for your market, your audience. Um, you should have remarketing in place like ads that will follow people around the, the kind of Ads that if you looked at a specific stalker web page, ads. yeah, some call them stalking ads. I love the stalker ads. Usually, people call them stalking ads when they don't know how they work, but once you work out how to use them for your own business, then you kind of love them. I call them stalker ads and I love them. And you love them. You don't okay. love a stalker? I love stalkers. <laughs> well, you love the shoes. <laughs> you love the shoes stalking you so much that then you feel justified to buy them. You're like, Correct. well, they showed up so much, they just Correct. wore me down, they just broke me, and then suddenly we get a new, uh, new arrival from an online shopping. Um, I know a good little strategy. If you want to get, if you want good things to stalk you, just go and look at good things. Like I have mates in the surf, and they'll say, uh, you know, you marketers, you're so annoying with those ads that follow me around everywhere online. I say, well, you know what? Go and look at, you know, an online bikini store, and you'll have ladies in bikinis follow you around all day if that's what you're into. Or go and look at a Maserati car, and it'll follow you around. So, ladies, there are some online board short stores. You can have men in board shorts, you know, stalking you all day online. And <laughs> so, there's a good little hack for you. Um, but basically, just recognize that if you're driving traffic to a site and the only way they can proceed with you towards a sale is by like buying, which most websites, that's all they have. Like as a funnel, it's basically send traffic to a page or to a website and they need to like proceed towards a sale with you. That's a massive hurdle for someone that's never bought from you. Even picking up the phone and talking to you, ugh, yuck, if I don't know you. That's a big hurdle, right? Um, or it might be 10 o'clock at night and I can't even pick up the phone and call you because you're closed, but I'm a fickle human, so I looked at the web page, I go away from it and I never come back. So you've got to have these things in place like ads that are going to you know, stick with me. Um, an important one on those stalking ads actually is recency is a really important point when it comes to marketing. So what I mean by that is if I looked at your website and your two biggest competitors' websites, and then I go away from all three of them, which in your ads are ones staying in front of me for the next like two weeks, whose website do you think I'm going to remember? You know, whose brand? Of course, I'm going to remember the one that stays in front of me. Whereas if, I, if it takes me six months before I ever see your brand again, I've forgotten that I saw it six months ago. But you're kind of planting your brand and what you offer uh, in my mind by keeping in front of me just after I've recently looked at you. So there. Yeah, and we'll do some future episodes where we outline... Is that a good thing? Outline, align, out, outline Maybe. the funnels. So where we oh, yeah. map out, where yeah, we map like out the funnels. Deep dive into a zip dive into the step. funnels. What yeah. is that accent? That you're <laughs> Swedish, maybe. This Swedish. went with the magic hand. Were well, you Swedish? No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Swiss. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I say that because Swedish, people always really get um. I know. At Australian, a lot of people get confused with like, Swiss are you Swedish? Swedish? And they're like, no, Swiss. So I was just when having with a the magic hands. So we're gonna outline the funnels 
Oh my goodness, she's transformed into a, a Swedish. imitation Swedish from a Swiss. I cannot do that's really wrong if I do that. It's probably a bit close it's, to home. Yeah, it's a bit too close to home to yeah. make fun of anyone in Europe. Maybe. So okay. I'm not going to do that. So we will map out the funnels <laughs> and deep dive into the funnels with you on a future episode so you can see exactly what types of funnels you can use and how to put them together with the different mm-hmm. ingredients, including the remarketing, etc. Yeah. So for today, I think that's a few things that you can try, not try, that you can avoid when it comes to o- online marketing. One of them is basically having, the first one we talked about is having a, an, having your eye on what's important. So having a, keeping an eye on the strategy. You can outsource the, the little pieces. Yeah, that's cool, but you've got to keep an eye on, on the overarching strategy. Number two, Make sure that you look credible and that your stuff online is in line with your brand. It looks good. Number three, we said is don't rush, you know, don't only look for the instant gratification, but also calculate your delayed return that you could come, that could come in later with the delayed profit. And number four is the leaky bucket that Christo spoke about. Nice. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. All right. If you've enjoyed this episode uh, and every other episode, or at least just this one, um, it would be totally awesome if you share this with anyone who you know would benefit. And also, if you want to leave us a review, you could basically click on the app that you're listening in and uh, click through to uh, iTunes and leave us a review. That would be awesome for the podcast. That would be totally amazing. If you don't know how to do that and it seems complicated, you could get on Google and leave us a Google review as well. If you Google Basic Bananas... um, that's a cool way. We read every single review and we, we read them out too, at yeah. our team our meetings. Team. Yeah, so you, you, uh, what you say gets read out to the team and we super-duper appreciate mm-hmm. it. So um, we'll send you good vibes through the universe yeah. for any good review and uh, we'll read them out. The whole team will hear it and we'll do a little happy dance. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about different strategies, if you do want to do one of our programs, we have the one that you all know probably, which is the Clever Bunch. It's our most popular program which is face-to-face in different cities around the world if you don't live in any of the cities where we are so it's the clever bunch it's basicallyanscom forward slash clever bunch the other one is the marketing smarts which is an online program and you can just go to the marketing smarts.com and you will find out more about that program it's online for anyone anyone can join that program it's got 14 modules and it's, it walks you through how to put together a marketing strategy combining both online and offline marketing and the ingredients we talk about today of course are also more explained in more detail and through videos so you can follow along and you can build your own marketing machine machine mm. on that one so that's yeah, it you can check those out on basicbananas.com the links are all on the products page as well cool thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time bye for now Rocket. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.